Black Velvet is proud to sponsor Creative Habits Podcast. Black Velvet is a Black-owned family business providing skincare products. Handmade, intentional, and designed to nurture the skin and body. Lather in luxury with our signature Black Velvet Shea Butter. Our base is raw shea infused with essential oils and vitamins to revive and enhance your natural skin's glow. We offer unisex options and a grooming kit to ensure quick and essential groom for daily application for any occasion or season. Try our Beard Gang Kit collection, perfect for a man on the go with notes of barbershop orange and essential oils to protect and nurture your beard growth. Visit us on Etsy at Shop Black Velvet or follow us on Instagram by Black Velvet. Peace and thank you, family, for tuning into Creative Habits Podcast. I'm your host, Philip Anthony. And I'm your co-host, Indigo. We're based in Washington, D.C. with leading discussions on topics surrounding pop culture, business, lifestyle, and art with an occasional guest appearance within the creative and entrepreneurial industry. What's up, beautiful people? Thank you for tuning in into another episode of Creative Habits Podcast. How you doing today, my love? I'm well. How are you? I can't complain. We have a great topic for discussion today. Balance in relationships. Balance. What is balance? Balance? Um, that's a good question. Balance is... Equal, equal parts holding each other up. Holding each other up. Yeah, equal parts holding each other up. Striking up a good balance is important in different aspects of the relationship. How much time you spend, sharing responsibilities, and finding compromise where it's necessary. Mm. Have you ever been in a relationship where you felt like you're giving it your all, but you're only one you're the only one doing it. No. Never been in a relationship like that? Giving your all, but you're the only one doing it? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it was equal, but I wouldn't say that I was the only one doing it. Mm. The scale was not balanced. Yeah. <laughs> So instead of 50-50, it could be 50-45, 50-35, Yeah, I've like been that. in a, a few relationships in my early relationship career, early 20s, or maybe earlier than that when I felt like I was giving it my all, but the feeling wasn't recipro- reciprocated. Was there a communication in terms of what your la- love language was for that Probably to be different? Not. At that age, I didn't even know what a love language was. You know, what they call it? Puppy dog love? Puppy love. Yeah. Come on, baby. Come on. Come on. Yeah. That bow and so many songs. I didn't even know what love was for real, for real. But, yeah, it's, it's been a few where the, 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 there wasn't any balance. What were some examples of where you thought you were giving your all and not receiving that end? Um... Damn, I can't even think of 
any off the top of my head. You know, just maybe I thought I was giving it my own, but I had like the rose colored glasses on. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, I can't even give any examples off the top. Well, I have one example where it was indicated or not indicated. It was communicated to me that I was the one who was the, not the one doing anything. Mm-hmm. And the other person was giving their all. Mm-hmm. So being from that perspective of not doing on an equal plane or less than that person made me reevaluate myself and to give my all. <laughs> I mean, that's the whole point of like relationships in general. Like if you're in, that's why I think it's important to be in, in at least like five relationships in your whole life, you know, cause you learn what to do and what not to do from the previous ones, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But it's important. That's a good point. Um, how do you know if a relationship is working when things are going well you should feel grounded and balanced in a serious relationship there are going to be changes big changes in a balanced relationship you'll both give and take and change along the way yeah how do you know if a relationship is working yeah um i think what's always given me like a sense of or a a push to be patient and understanding is through this relationship because this has been my longest relationship ever in my life and so like there are certain instances where I'm like okay if we're in this for the long run then there has to be some sort of level of understanding Mm -hmm. because things are not always going to go my way and there's another person on the receiving end and there's nobody that's wrong Mm -hmm. because we all have different perspectives. Mm -hmm. So I have to constantly remind myself of that. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's what I try to interpret as balance. So we may have different ways that we express ourselves are different love languages but at the end of the day it comes with us trying to have some sort of communication some sort of level of understanding rather than agreeing because we don't always agree compromise is the word yeah yeah compromise is important communication is important um at the beginning of our relationship, my communication sucked. No, both of our communication yeah. sucked. I think that um, we are still learning how to effectively communicate with one another. And that mm-hmm. takes time. I don't think anyone perfects mm-hmm. communication. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, I wouldn't say it was, it was just you, but I think both of our communication was poor. Yeah. Because if I was unable to communicate something, I would be mad. And not be able to effectively communicate. If I was unable, I would just shut down. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't solve anything. Yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Long-term relationships will change you, either for the better or for worse. Uh, Jenny Adamo, counselor and certified relation coach at Fearless Love, tells Bustle, you, uh, Love you has the power to transform us, so hopefully we have chosen well and picked our par- a partner that can grow with us their friends and family become our friends and family and vice versa their debts and assets will either take or give to our relationship their ability to support listen to and uh, cherish us will be the wind in our sails but if they tend to criticize invalidate and can't hear you this will take us take from you mm-hmm. that's deep. what do you think about that that's deep that's deep i agree you know um except for the friends part do i really have to like your friend <laughs> um you don't not, have to not, like not, them not but saying you can your be cordial are, your friends are not cool i just you know me i don't like small talk it's like well, when i need to talk to you for you're cool but Cordial, cordial, yeah. cordial. <laughs> no disrespect to any uh, her friends he's out there. He's saying that, but he's interviewed like 59% of my friends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you all thought they were cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, I do agree with this as well. It's just, you know, when your, friend, your family becomes my family... Your friends becomes our friends. It's, it's just a lot to um, take in and, and absorb. Right. I think like after year three, I started to look at like relationship differently mm-hmm. because at that point it's like, you know, the physical attraction is still there, but it's become beyond that, you know? Yeah. So it's like seeing you for who you are as a person or like, really getting to know you on a a, a different level than mm. just physicality. Um, it's, it's the difference between intimate and intimacy. Elaborate. Because when you're intimate, it's like, you know, just a physical thing. You know, for the first couple of months or the co- first couple of years is Yes, you you're getting to know each other, but it's most phys- mostly physical. Yeah. And when. So it's physical versus intimacy. No, nah, it's intimate, intimate versus, versus intimacy. intimacy. Okay. And once you get into the intimacy part, that's when you you dig a little deeper. You, mm-hmm. you re- really get to know a person and you get to know their their attributes and their their goods and their flaws and right. all that stuff like that. <laughs> that's the thing too, because it's like. Being in a relationship, if you think about it, is quite scary because mm-hmm. someone will see the good and the bad in you. This is like, like the, taking a risk. Right, right. So there's that. But also, like, I look at a relationship being such a blessing because you are not only my hero, but you're also my biggest critic. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, the only thing that I want to do after I make myself proud is making you proud. You know, mm-hmm. kind of like 
there's something that I'm living for, but there's also something that I know that I have support from Mm -hmm. outside of everyone, you know, like Mm -hmm. I have one person that has my back. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a a process, you know, Um, for the first couple of years, you you still kind of think singular, you know, then it becomes plural. Once, once you stop thinking about yourself and you put your, your significant other or spouse into the equation, so the first thought isn't really you, it's your spouse and then yourself. I also gravel. Is it gravel or gravel? Gravel. One of those words. I also kind of like go back and forth with that oh, okay. um, because I thought it was that. But I know that even though your happy your happiness is important, mm-hmm. I think that if we're both happy and then we come together and be happy together, that's different but than only thing I disagree with that is that even though someone might be in a relationship, their partner is not in charge of their happiness. That should exactly. be a, a self thing. You right. know what I mean? That's what I mean. Yeah. So once you figure out what, as an individual, what makes you happy, um, it's just like you can't help someone if you can't help yourself. You know what I mean? Like, right. If you're in a, a excuse my lack of a better word, a shitty situation or a shitty attitude, it's impossible to give good energy to right. somebody else. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that you said something true telling about change, though, like with relationships. Mm-hmm. Long term, you notice that people change. Mm-hmm. And I guess the idea is through change, you still kind of have to maintain a certain level of appreciation. Right. And the love has to still exist mm-hmm. for it to work. Because mm-hmm. you're probably not going to be the same person that you will be five years from now. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And neither would I. Yeah. Yeah, change is, is constant, you know? Change is, is definitely constant. Right. Um, I used to be a real selfish person until we got into a relationship, you know? Define selfish. What does that mean? Like, what would like your I was, example... I was thinking singular singular instead of plural or triple but once triple right yeah once we had our child that's when I really like okay it's not really about me I mean about me anymore like I'm a part of the equation yes but everything that I do I think it's about for him junior first yeah. and then you and then myself mm-hmm. you know what I mean like whether it be any type of situation that's that that's how it goes now like, right. you know which is weird for me because first I'd be like I don't care I'll forget that <laughs> I figure something else out woo, 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 woo. but yeah um what's the first step towards creating a balance are we balanced? Do we have a balance? Um, I think every Honestly. time. Honestly. Hold up. 
oh we, we skipped ahead my bad and that's why it is crucial that both of you pitch in in an intimate relationship where you affect each other so deeply you both need to be contributing and receiving the same amount of energy and support one-sided relationships are healthy so here's how you can create balance in the relationship because it takes a lot of honesty true but um yeah how do we create balance I don't know it seemed like since the COVID thing kind of disrupted a lot of people's lives and us finding new jobs and careers we have to refine that balance within our relationship Mm -hmm. you know because both of us by the end of the day when we come home we're both too tired to do anything you know so you gave like a suggestion that we at least take one day out of the week to focus on us and our relationship mm-hmm. and ourselves. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, it's important, I feel like, for us to do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So we don't forget <laughs> mm-hmm. why we're together in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, I miss, like, having just us time. Whereas in the beginning, like, you know, pre-parenthood. It was a lot easier to prioritize that. But now on top of job, on top of, like, being responsible parents, it's very Mm -hmm. difficult to be like, okay, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we just need time to... Or even having the energy just to find time, (laughs) you know what I mean? Yeah, because we're tired. But it's like, literally, I may, like, when we're we're working, we're probably, like, together for two hours. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After the first hour and a half, I'm dozing off sleep. I cannot mm-hmm. sit anywhere longer than 30 minutes <laughs> and not fall asleep now, which is crazy. It's a blessing that we are able to, you know, have proper income. It's just the adjustment. You know it's I mean? the adjustment, yeah. But then that's why I'm like, family vacation for us is a must now. Yeah. Like just finding time where we can do like at least what, four days. Mm-hmm. The shortest, at least, to do a family vacation. Yeah, read it. All right, so the first step towards creating. Oh, you want me to read yeah, it? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my brain is tired. I see you leaning over to the side. Mm-hmm. Um, the first step towards creating balance is one that you've probably heard before: communicate. Mm-hmm. This involves both speaking and listening. Relationship coach at Maze of Love, Lauren Irish, tells Bustle, without open lines of two-way communication, the relationship would be out of balance because only one partner is really being heard and considered. So be sure to really listen when your partner is sharing and don't be afraid to share. The whole point of a relationship is to co-create an environment where both people complement each other. If each person isn't contributing or isn't able to contribute, the relationship will likely be one-sided. Yeah, it's like a push-pull situation. Yeah. You know, sometimes I push, you pull. Sometimes you push, I pull. Yeah. You know, communication is important. Learning how to communicate is important. A lot of us in 
a lot, especially in the black community, don't know how to communicate with each other, which is why we're with our families, with our families, our friends um, in relationships like with authority. Like we do not know how to communicate effectively in order to resolve a lot of our issues. Communication, I also believe, comes with maturity. A lot of people aren't Mm. mature enough to communicate. That and being taught how to communicate. Because we learn communication from our our parents, you know, our friends, our, our whereabouts, our nature and nurture, you know what I mean? Like, if our parents don't teach us how to communicate effectively, we won't be able to reflect that into our relationships later on in life. Which is true telling. And I noticed that, like, with our relationship the challenges that we had with communication mm-hmm. and in our different types of the way that we communicated. Um, and I did believe at some point I was just like, you know what? Like, it's up to me. I can't blame mm-hmm. <laughs> the past or like those circumstances of how I ended up communicating poorly or not communicating at all mm-hmm. to be, to be an excuse. So it's like, you know, I'm grateful that we have every day to to improve on certain aspects of our relationship. Absolutely. It's not easy. It's like a job, <laughs> you know. A full-time it's job. It's a job. A full-time job. But too. I wouldn't change it for the world. But you know, it's it's all about growth too, you know. Like we said, change, we're not going to be the same people we were 5 years ago or five years in the future it's all about changing and learning Mm -hmm. you know and not leaving that residual family curse to our child or you know any other children we may have in the future definitely you know it's sometimes it's tough sometimes i just want to be like ah sit down you know (laughs) and and curse and do all types of things but I have to sit back, reassess, and be like, look, yo, that's not good. Um, tell them why that's not good. And try to help them understand, you know, why I feel that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's hard. It's tough, man. It's not easy because we also have a certain narrative in our heads. Yeah, you know of how that. we should react because our parents reacted a certain type of way. Right, we have that narrative. We also have our narrative of how we feel like we should respond. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't know, but I'm just like my prayer is that like Wami is able to see us, you know, and see what a healthy relationship or a relationship that is progressing or changing in a manner that is you know positive in his light mm. can benefit his future yeah yeah that's that's where it begins man it's leading by example showing the example you know what i mean like a child learns how to love and give love from the parents right you know what i mean um statistics show that if a child 
comes from an abusive household. If the father's abusive to the mother, that child will reflect that to his future relationships. You know what I mean? That's like a large statistic or vice versa. If the mother is abusive to the father, the child might think that's an okay thing and have that child's relationship be abusive to him him or her which is not good Mm -hmm. at all you know but it's it's relationships is 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 definitely a balancing act (laughs) you know what i mean i don't think it's functional to have a relationship without that Mm. it's not for the faint of heart it's it's very um Mm. takes quite strong which is <laughs> which is interesting, you know, because let's say a young lady or a young man um, gets into a relationship with someone who has a lot of money or something like that, and the balance is you're just there, say sugar baby or you know. You're just there to be an, a something on my arm. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how healthy is that relationship? How balanced is that relationship? Like, I mean, yeah, those relationships, some of those relationships may last because of the money or, you know, the inf- affluent aspect of it. But how good or how do those relationships last? Yeah, but I guess it's up to the people. Like, if they're in agreement on both sides, I just want a sugar daddy to buy me a purse. Mm. And I just want, you know, a trophy to be on my arm, <laughs> I guess. Is that a, a, a real relationship, though? I mean, I don't know. From your perspective, though, I'm just quite curious. Like, what were you trying to look for in a relationship? Or, like, how did you define a relationship being? How did I define it? Like, what did you want? I wanted somebody cute with a big butt. (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, that's what I was looking for when we first, you know, well, not looking for, but that's what. I was open to when we first started. I even have a big butt like that. Yeah, you had a nice little round one. A nice little little round one. But then, as the relationship grew, that's when I I was looking, I was open to more things, you know, like actually being in a relationship and, you know, growing with a person and spending time and, you know, just stuff like that. What do you think you could bring to the table? Me? Yeah. Now or before? Before and now. I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know? A couple of laughs. I don't know. I, I just think that I was looking for a soulmate back then. And as as for bringing something to the table, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Nothing tangible, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, 
I mean, that stuff matters, but to me, it didn't really matter in a relationship. Yeah. You know? And I'm just talking about from personality perspective and Mm -hmm. nothing beyond that. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, like, truly, I just felt like prior to meeting you and what I've always wanted was someone to laugh with, someone to make, you know, to make my day, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, awesome. Like, if we were hanging out, I want to just spend the whole time laughing. Mm -hmm. And I had that. That was on my checklist. The second one was just feeling, I guess, free to express myself. Freedom. So. Yeah. I mean, once we were hanging out, I wasn't really, like, assuming it was going to go further than it did at that time. But I was just like, wait. I haven't stopped laughing. And I've been talking and then having someone have conversation talking back, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. with more knowledge than I would have anticipated would have happened in the conversation. did start off like that so you know it was just a lot of fun for me and that's what I was kind of looking for it just felt easy like I didn't have to try hard yeah I don't know it's you know me I'm a simple guy just take it one day at a time you know I don't really build expectations because you know especially a while ago, I didn't really have any expectations because, you know, they often get some things often don't reach those expectations, but mm-hmm. gladly you exceeded any expectations exceed. that I might have had. Oh, dear. You know, but that is part one of today's episode. Um, yeah. Tune in for the next one. Yeah. Let me um, give you the quote of the day. The seed does not reward those who are too anxious, too greedy, or too impatient. Hmm. One should lie empty, open, choiceless as a beach, waiting for a gift from the sea. And Mara Lindbergh. Shout out to your radio voice. She is coming out with the bangers. (laughs) Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and have a good one, people. Peace. Okay.